0: On Saturday afternoon, the Louisville Cardinals will look to make a statement as they host the 20th-ranked Duke Blue Devils. One of the main storylines this week is the health and availability of Duke star quarterback Riley Leonard. We'll talk about what's at stake for the Cardinals, his health, and more on today's episode of the Locked on the Louisville podcast. Stay tuned. You are Locked on Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On, the Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets back guaranteed. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started today. As always, I want to personally thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the Locked On Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services five days a week, your team every day. It is officially game week once again for the Louisville Cardinals. They will look to make a statement as they host the 20th ranked Duke Blue Devils on Saturday, 3.30 kickoff at LNN Stadium. We'll talk about what's at stake for the Cardinals. One of the main storylines is the health and availability of Duke star quarterback Riley Leonard. He re-injured an ankle that he injured against Notre Dame earlier in the season. We're going to talk about why his availability is key, but it doesn't take away how good of a team that this Duke squad is. And then to conclude the show, we will dive into a weekly mailbag. So Cardinals coming off of the bye week. Uh, They finished the first half and some change of the season, 6-1, and which we talked about last week. As being almost close to a best-case scenario for the Louisville Cardinals in the first portion of the season, I understand that the loss to Pittsburgh was not ideal. It was a game that Louisville should have won. It seemed like the loss was more of an indication of the Cardinals defeating themselves rather than Pittsburgh playing out of their minds. Granted, Pittsburgh still does get credit, but a lot of the issues for Louisville were self-inflicted wounds, turning the ball over multiple times in Pittsburgh territory, et cetera. But now Jeff Brom and company look to turn the page. It's not easy to go into a bye week after a loss. Brom admitted that in his weekly press conference ahead of the Duke game. But it's still a long season. Brom made it a point of emphasis to suggest that it does not matter what the team did at the start of the season essentially meaning that it's it's good, you know, winning six of your first six games, but there still is a lot of season to go. So Louisville must now uh, channel that anger after losing to Pittsburgh and funnel it into a solid week of preparation, or actually two weeks of preparation for Duke, getting healthy. Louisville has had issues with staying healthy. Um, we'll talk about some of the health updates on uh, the next episode of the show, but... In terms of what's at stake for Louisville in this matchup, as I mentioned, it's clearly to make a statement. Winning the game would essentially be making a statement, and I think that that goes for whether or not Riley Leonard plays or not, although I do think he's going to play. Now, granted, if you do beat a Riley Leonard-less Duke team, there is going to be discussion of whether or not you could beat them at full strength. That's just the nature of discussion. You know, if you beat a team without its star quarterback, it's, eh, I mean, sure, it looks good on paper. But when you look at the context, you beat them without essentially one of, if not their their best player, their most important player. Um, But I I still think that whether he's going to be 100% or not, I would probably venture into saying that he's not going to be healthy for this game, at least fully, um, considering that he wasn't really able to make it back into the game against Florida State. I think at the end of the day, it does matter if he plays, but you still have to go out and win the game. If Louisville beats Duke, it's a matter of handling business. Now, granted, there is going to be a ton of layers to that argument, depending on, number one, if he plays, how good does he play? And if he doesn't play, more importantly, how does Louisville play against a Duke team that doesn't have their starting quarterback? Do they barely win? Do they lose? Do they win by a good amount? I think that this is an opportunity to make a statement. And if you are the Louisville Cardinals, all you can do is control what you can control. If Leonard is um, close to 100%, it is what it is. If he's not close to 100%, like I said, you can only prepare so much. You know, you can only control what you can control. Um, Louisville has no um, decision whether or not Riley Leonard plays fully healthy, or if he's hurting, or if he plays at all. All they can do is prepare for both quarterbacks. Um, At this point, Duke head coach Mike Elko has suggested that he's day-to-day, which I wouldn't expect there to be any type of decision up until game day on Saturday as he looks to continue uh, his treatment and and rehabilitation. But we won't know until very close to game time the status of Riley Leonard, how effective he's going to be, how healthy he's going to be, Regardless. So what's at stake for Louisville? You're hosting a top 20 team. You're coming off of a bye week off of a very disappointing loss. The focus here is getting back on track. Beating a ranked Duke team with or without Riley Leonard is going to increase that overall program morale. I think that it's going to continue to show um, the rest of the country that, hey, we're legit. The 6-0 and start wasn't a fluke the loss to Pittsburgh was a fluke and that we're a good team. We just beat Duke regardless if Leonard is fully healthy or not. We still won and that's all that matters. And you look to the next part of the schedule and you have two favorable games against the teams from Virginia before you go to Miami and then play host to Kentucky. So what's at stake here for me? It's pretty simple. And that is that winning the game will sort of get the narrative back on track. Now there's going to be that portion of the country that, says, oh, well, Louisville's not a title contender, okay, so be it. I mean, it is what it is. At this point in time, they're not a title contender, and that's okay because if you would asked anyone before the season, does Louisville, is Louisville going to be in contention for the national title, you're saying uh probably not. So it's not necessarily doing this program a disservice by suggesting that they're not title contenders. What they are in contention for is the ACC championship, and that is another reason why there is a ton of, There is a ton at stake in this matchup because Duke just had their first uh, conference loss of the season, losing to um, Florida State last weekend. Their other loss was to Notre Dame. But before that, they were 2-0 in conference play, defeated Clemson in the uh, home opener or the season opener, and and then also beat NC State 24-3 before the Florida State game. So um, at this point in time, you look at where this team is at in terms of um, you know, getting to that ACC championship, I think that it goes without saying that their best opportunity to, opportunity to do so is to win out in conference play. Louisville has four conference games left of the five on the schedule. They're going to be favored against uh, Virginia Tech and Virginia, who both showed that they can defeat any team in the conference at any given time, so they're not necessarily pushover games. But Louisville is going to be favored in those games. Both of them will be at home. Miami is going to be a tough game, but... There's not a ton of significance on that game in terms of ACC um, opportunities if you lose this game against Duke. Obviously, winning against Duke goes a good way in terms of putting yourself or keeping yourself, I should say, in that conversation. Florida State at this point looks to be in the driver's seat in the conference. North Carolina just lost to Virginia, so Louisville gets a little bit of help, but still um, what they need to do is essentially win out in the ACC and still get some additional help. Uh, from some other teams. So best case scenario, Louisville beats Duke, and then Duke turns around and beats North Carolina. And then Louisville's really, really feeling good about their chances, assuming that they can handle business. So um, uh, making a statement and ACC Conference Championship implications are what's at stake for the Cardinals in this one. What's at stake with a loss? Well, if you lose this game, I I mean, it's not the end of the world because let's be honest here. For the Louisville fans listening, Duke is a very good team. And you can say what you want about their win against Clemson, where people were like, oh, it was a fluke. Duke has shown this season how they are not a fluke. They were right in that game against Florida State up until Riley Leonard got hurt. Um, Whether or not they were going to beat the Seminoles with Leonard, that is to be determined. Leonard wasn't necessarily playing the greatest up until that point, but they were definitely competing. They were not uh, 18 points worse than Florida State in that matchup uh, up until the very end. So um, at this point, I think a loss would, I mean, it would be able to be stomached more than the game against Pittsburgh because Duke is a very good team. But I think that it would continue a momentum skid. Um, It takes away a lot of that momentum that was created through the first six games of the schedule. And it starts to, you know, beg the question is, okay? realistically, where is Louisville at? Um, and I, I don't want to necessarily have that conversation, um, next week, but at this point in time, a loss would just continue that momentum skid. I don't necessarily think that it would be the end of the season, but, um, it takes away, you know, more of the opportunity to win 10 games in the regular season. So, like I said, the margin of error is a lot slimmer with that loss to Pittsburgh. So, But the main thing to focus on, at least at this point in terms of conversation, now there have been injuries to the Louisville side. We'll talk about those on tomorrow's episode. But the main focus on Duke's side is the availability of star quarterback Riley Leonard. And I'm going to tell you why that does matter in the next segment, but to also not discredit the Duke team as a whole. And we will do that here momentarily after we talk about our friends over at Jace Medical Um, At this point in time, you know that there are a ton of uncertainties in the world right now, and it's important to be prepared. The Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Um, If you're looking to gift a Jace case to a family member, you can buy a gift card for your loved ones so that they can get a Jace case of their own. Just go to jacemedical.com and enter the code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at J A S E also want to take this time to tell you about our friends and the title sponsor of the show, FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets back, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets back win or lose if you've been thinking about joining there's no better time to get in on the action you can go with spreads player props over unders and more a couple of reasons why i love FanDuel: number one if you are in the state of kentucky they have ky boosts that gives you very favorable odds boosts for parlay options also same game parlays absolutely change the game in terms of sports betting so do yourself a favor visit fanduel.com Slash Locked On and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Hey Cardinal fans, Louisville football is back this week. Make no mistake about it, Locked On will continue to kick up the coverage with Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live at 11 a.m. Eastern time on every Locked On College YouTube channel. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, while also going in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern time on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it, so be sure to stay tuned. This matchup for Louisville against Duke is a very interesting one because it's hard to really discuss the analytics With the injury that Duke has at quarterback Riley Leonard is the heart and soul of that Duke offense and for good reason very very good quarterback Um, granted statistically speaking there's been times where he hasn't been the greatest this year Um, looking statistically he has under a thousand yards passing uh, completing 60% of his passes three touchdowns to two interceptions while being sacked three times. Um, he does have 339 rushing yards to go along with four touchdowns. As he's the third re- third leading rusher for Duke this season. Uh, and then you look at what jo- uh, Jack Plummer's done. he has almost a thousand more passing yards um, and um, exponentially more passing touchdowns at this point grants him more interceptions. but Duke's offense, is one that is very interesting to look at on paper because of um, you look at what they do as a team. And Duke is a very good defensive team, right? The main thing here is that I think defensively is where they make their money. Granted, offensively, They're pretty balanced. Um, They're averaging about 371.6 yards per contest. Most of those come on the ground, 200 yards rushing the football. So Duke is a team that likes to set the tone on the ground, sort of like what Louisville does. Now, granted, Louisville's offense has been more explosive, but even at the end of the day, um, you know, the Cardinals are – probably a better offensive team. I don't necessarily think that that is far-fetched to suggest that. So Duke's offense isn't necessarily all the greatest, but overall they've been able to do what they've needed to do to get to a solid point in the season. Um, You know, they are a a bad 4th and 16 play away from being 6-1 and on the season themselves. So um, I, I think the main thing to focus on here is that even if Riley Leonard wasn't available this upcoming weekend, or if he was available, but let's say he's at 60% full health or 70% because he had that ankle injury that he reaggravated aggravated um, in that game against Florida State, the one that he had against Notre Dame at the end of the game, um, missed the game against NC State, and obviously the bye week as well. He came back to play Florida State, was a game-time decision, obviously not at full health, was more of a pocket passer than he was, more of the dual-threat player that we're used to seeing. Um, he re-aggravated that injury and ankle injuries can be pretty tricky, right? Um, That's something that uh, you have to monitor moving forward. But I do think that um, ultimately, even if Leonard is not able to play or if he's able to play and he's not at full health, I still think that this is a Duke team that, you know, although they're 77th in total offense, they've shown that their defense can keep them in games. And that's the main thing to focus on here is that although they give up close to as many yards as the Cardinals do uh, on defense. Louisville gives up about actually two more yards exactly per game. Um, It's something now that you look at. And personally, I think that this Duke defense does a great job of bending, but not breaking. Um, Overall, they are number five in the country in scoring defense. They're allowing 13.86 points per game. Uh, Before that Florida State game, they had given up, I think, some 14 total red zone opportunities for opposing offenses. And they had done really well against um, teams in those situations. So their defense led by a very good defensive coach keeps them in these games that they don't necessarily play great offense. Um, You look at the offensive production across the season, they had 42 against Lafayette, 38 against Northwestern. 41 against UConn. But outside of that, they have yet to score. Or I'm sorry, outside of that, they have not scored over 30 points. So um, but you also look at what they've done, Florida State put up the most points against them, but that is the only time that they allowed over um allowed over 14 points all year. They gave up 14 points twice, seven points three times, and three points one time. Um, and one of those times was against NC State, a team that Louisville struggled to beat. Now, I'm not a person that likes to compare, um, you know, games against similar opposition because there's so much context that goes into that. Um, but they beat NC State 24-3. to Henry Bellen IV uh, completed four points of 12 passes for 107 yards two touchdowns and an interception um so offensively wasn't the greatest game but they absolutely dominated the performance because mj boris from nc state threw the ball 40 times had under 200 passing yards and had an interception um under four yards per carry as well rushing defense is something that uh duke does a very good job with uh defending um overall just very very disciplined defense they don't miss a ton of tackles and it, it's a very very balanced squad uh, from the defensive line which they have a very very good defensive line so that's something that you have to um, you know look at as well as how good they are at you know defending um, the line of scrimmage they average about two sacks per game give or take so um, just something to focus on another thing that I feel like they do, Pretty solid, and Louisville does the same um, overall. When you look at um, the overall aspect of defensive play, like I said, I think that that is um, overall defense uh, in terms of turnovers. Sorry, I completely butched that or bot- botched that butch that. It's kind of like last week where I, I was able to or I was not able to speak. Duke does a good job of um, in the turnover margin right now. They are right ahead of Louisville, actually tied with Louisville uh, top 30 in the country. So they don't turn the ball over a ton, and they force a good amount of turnover. So I think that Riley Leonard playing obviously gives this team uh, a higher ceiling. But even if he's not at full strength, even if he's not even able to play, don't overlook this Duke team. That defense will keep them in this game. This, in my opinion, will be the biggest test that Louisville will face all year on the offensive side of the football. They're going to have to move the ball well. They're going to have to take care of the football, and they're they're going to have to um, take advantage and execute in the red zone, assuming that they can get there a good amount of time. So overall, Leonard's availability is key, but this Duke defense will keep the Blue Devils in the game regardless, in my opinion. So um, like I said, we'll continue to talk about this matchup uh, throughout the week. To conclude the show, we will dive into a weekly mailbag segment. We'll answer the questions here momentarily after we talk about our friends over at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. Heading into the final segment of the show, diving into the weekly mailbag, a couple of very good questions that I would like to answer on this, um, Wednesday edition of the lockdown global podcast. First one is relating to the Duke game. How much more, how much better will Duke be with Riley Leonard, even if he is not fully healthy? Um, I mean, there's a, big difference between a fully healthy riley leonard and uh 50 to 60 percent healthy riley leonard Um, obviously with him in the game i feel like it's uh, a big advantage for duke with him in the game versus not in the game but i think that even if he is in the game but he's not fully healthy you take away a lot of that ability for him to get out of the pocket and run the football and that is one of the big aspects of why he is such a tough quarterback to game plan against. So um, I I think that it definitely matters how healthy he's going to be because it's going to affect how mobile he is. And if he has to stay in the pocket and um, throw the football, I think that that helps the Louisville pass rush in turn, try to get through that offensive line and create opportunities for them. So um, I think that it does matter uh, quite significantly. Uh, Moving right along. The status of Jawar Jordan is up in the air. Have you heard much outside of that? Um, And if so, what can you say about how Louisville is going to approach this upcoming week? I have heard um, right now it was sent to me a screenshot from a a message board. That's a premium message board. So I don't necessarily feel comfortable with um, relaying that information. Check out Louisville Rivals to, to, to see that. Information. I will say that it's it's good news for Louisville if that information is correct. I still think that the Cardinals are going to um, you know, approach this as a by committee week. Louisville is going to try to um, utilize the ground game and set the tone at the line of scrimmage and rushing the football. Uh, but that's something that Duke does extremely well is defending that. So we will see uh, pretty early on. But Jawar Jordan will be a key. Um, you know, he'll be a key uh, part of this game moving forward. He's going to be um, someone that we have to focus on and trying to get going on Saturday, moving on over into the basketball side of things. Louisville struggled with turnovers in the first matchup against Simmons in the exhibition. Does that something that worry you? Yes. And no, no, because it's early, Um, you know, it's not going to be a finished product. This is the first time they're playing against, um, you know, an opposition that's not themselves. Um, And like I said, it's, Mid October when that happened, but I am a little bit worried because it's against a very very inferior opponent in Simmons College, and turnovers was an issue last year as well, and a lot of these were just unforced turnovers. So I hope that this is something that does get cleaned up moving forward. Um, the performance of Curtis Williams is extremely encouraging to me. Do you get those same vibes, and do you feel like we're over um, analyzing his performance against Simmons? Uh, for those who don't remember. Uh, Curtis had a game-high 15 points against Simmons. I felt like he was the Cardinals' best offensive player. Looked like um, he let the game come to him more, as Kenny Payne alluded to, it being night and day difference between that and the red and white scrimmage. Um, I mean, I think you have to take every performance with a grain of salt against um, an exhibition opponent, but at the end of the day, it's nice to see some of those shots falling. It's nice to see him not forcing the um, shots in the half court, but like Payne said, out, he wants to see him pass the ball more. So, I mean, I'm encouraged by it, but I don't put too much stock into, um, an exhibition performance. Uh, like I mentioned, whether it's good or bad at this point, I, I just, um, I have to see this team play regular season games for me to start having full takeaways. So what is your takeaway of the national perception of this program? And do you feel like it's the right perception? I mean, everyone has a different perception of the program, right? Uh, this fan base, most of the fans view Louisville as a blue blood program. I feel like the more rational national media heads say the same thing, that Louisville is a national um, you know, powerhouse in the waiting. I think that the Cardinals program is a sleeping giant. And I feel like the um, analysts that I respect the most view Louisville in that light as well. And it's not because they view will like that. It's just because I, you know, agree with a lot of their takes and, and things of that nature. Um, but overall, and a lot of these people have been around, you know, a good amount of time. So, um I mean, the national perception right now is that what was viewed at as a laughing stock in a lot of situations. Um, I mean, we've seen it. Um, you know, there's been memes about this team. There's been, um you know, Quotes from anonymous sources of how bad the Louisville is and stuff like that. I mean, here's the thing about it is I'll say this. I mean, whether it's right or wrong in terms of perception, I mean, perception's perception. There's no there's no right or wrong perception, it's all opinion, right? I will say that the to sort of piggyback off that question and provide a little bit of a different answer, the only way to change that national perception is going to be to win games. You know, talk is cheap at the end of the day. Um, so at the end of the day, it's all about getting results. It's all about winning games. You're not going to change the way people view this program until you start winning games. I don't care how talented your roster is. I don't care how good the coaching staff is. I don't care whatever factors are in play here. The main thing and the only thing that matters is that win loss record getting wins. So that is the, um, last of the mailbag questions. Great questions to submit your questions. I do so, um, on YouTube. On Twitter, whatever may have you to find the Lockdown Global Podcast, which is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, be sure to stay tuned to this graphic. Everyone, have a great day. We'll see you right back here.